Good morning. You may have noticed that since the beginning of Lent, um, we have been saying God in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever, instead of one God. Um, the Vatican at the beginning of Lent said we needed to start um, saying that because one God is in the English, but it's not in the Latin or any of the other languages, and it was a bad translation. Um, and so the argument was originally was that the prayer is the prayer is to the Father, um, and then it talks about you know to Jesus Christ in unity with the Holy Spirit, and so one God kind of referred to the Trinity, and the Church says no. It's actually supposed to be referring to Jesus as God. So, you know, through, through Jesus Christ in unity with the Holy Spirit, God, Jesus, God, forever and ever. Um, and so that's why the church changed it, in case you were wondering, if you even noticed. So the question for today, though, is how many cicadas do you have? I think it sounds like an alien invasion, you know. 17 years ago, I was ordained a newly ordained priest at the cathedral. Ed wasn't there, but he said, he says, at least I don't have to hear this homily now for another 17 years. But 17 years ago, when I was at the cathedral, the cicadas were like everywhere. And I feel a little sorry for those cicadas that somehow got lost. They were the ones that fall into the water and can't get out. They're the ones that you see crushed underfoot or eaten by pets or birds. There are those that you see limping along the sidewalk. And I'm sorry that they cannot fulfill their purpose in life. The whole meaning of their life is to come out of the ground, find other cicadas, mate, and die. They have no choice in the matter. They work on instinct. They don't ever question their purpose in life. And there are no moral dilemmas concerning the real meaning of marriage. They are animals and follow animal instincts. The ascension of our Lord into heaven, which we heard about today in the gospel, at the ascension of our Lord into heaven, the apostles were still waiting for Jesus to restore the political rule to Israel. They were still focused on this world. It wasn't until the coming of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost that the apostles were finally able to put the whole picture together. This is why Pentecost is often referred to as the birthday of the church. Only after they had received the Holy Spirit did the disciples understand the purpose of their life. 
One of the questions I keep asking myself is, what's the meaning of life? Is it just to mate and die like the cicadas? Sometimes it seems that that's what today's culture is teaching us. I remember seeing a pencil with an eraser at both ends. And on the pencil was written, life without Jesus, where is the point? The ascension of Jesus into heaven tells us what is the purpose of our life. Because Jesus is both truly God and truly human, and because of Jesus' resurrection from the dead was a physical resurrection of both his body and his soul, the ascension of Jesus takes our human nature to sit at the right hand of the Father. Our destiny is to share in the divine life of the Trinity for eternity. And this is something that the, even the angels don't share. The angels are pure spirits, and while they worship God unceasingly, they are not called to share in the divine life of the Trinity. Jesus did not become an angel. Jesus became man. This is our purpose in life. This is our destiny. Our life does have a point. Our life does have a meaning. Unlike the cicadas, we do not work on instinct. God has given us free will to make decisions that will lead us to him and to our eternal destiny. If we want to understand the true meaning of the Holy Trinity, we have to change our perspective. We need to adopt an eschatological perspective. Ooh, fancy word. Eschatology is, is simply a fancy seminary word that refers to the last things, death, judgment, heaven, and hell. The Trinity, the Mass, the sacraments, our whole faith makes very little sense without the eschatological perspective. Blessed Pier Giorgio Frassati was a young, active Italian who died in 1925 at the age of 24. I've been working on a Saint of the Week um, little video on him this, this weekend. Um, fascinating man. Um, his, his memorial is July 4th, so we don't get to usually celebrate him too much. But be on the lookout for um, his, the little Saint of the Week video um, beginning of July. Blessed Pier Giorgio Frassati, as I said, was a young active Italian who died in 1925 at the age of 24. It, 
dying at 24, it makes, at such a young age, it, you know, it makes you realize how little you've accomplished. <laughs> because he was young, but he looked death squarely in the face, and he always kept it before his eyes. He wrote, it is beautiful to live because our real life lies beyond. Otherwise, who could bear the burden of this life if there were no eternal joy as its prize for suffering? When we look at the Mass or the sacraments or the Trinity and say, how is this going to benefit me here and now? We lose the whole point of the sacraments. The sacraments or the Mass are not an end in themselves. They are only a means to an end, our destiny to live within the Holy Trinity. If we try comparing going to Mass with going to a movie or a football game without the eschatological perspective, then Mass will certainly lose out. How many people will sit through a two-hour movie but can't sit through Mass that's over an hour? How come if the football game goes into overtime, everybody is glued to their seats and does not want to miss a moment? Yet when a homily exceeds 15 minutes, people start looking at their watches and <coughs> coughing. And when we understand that the holy sacrifice of the Mass is the means to our ultimate purpose of eternal life, within the Most Holy Trinity, then the Mass is anything but boring. When we realize that because of our baptism into the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, we can participate here and now in the life of the Holy Trinity by partaking in the body and blood, soul and divinity of Jesus Christ in the Holy Eucharist. That makes Mass anything but boring. The Holy Sacrifice of the Mass should bring tears to our eyes because of the love that God has revealed to us. But we have to make the choice. If we choose to follow our baser animalistic instincts, and give in to every urge of our bodies or minds, we are not living the destiny to which we are created as man and woman. We are not living God's call to sit at his right hand. When we choose to do it our way, you know, that's actually the worst song you could have played at your funeral. Frank Sinatra's I Did It My Way. If you did it your way, you might not like where you end up. When we choose to do it our way, rather than the way God teaches us, then we separate ourselves from communion with the divine presence. 
Some cicadas come out of their shell early and could not fulfill their destiny because there were too few other cicadas around. If we choose to separate ourselves from God, then we deny the destiny that Christ has won for us and has prepared for us by his ascension to the right hand of the Father. So let us pray to the Holy Spirit for guidance because some choices are wrong. <laughs> 